Welcome to the Israel Daily News Podcast. I'm your host, Shanna Fold, and I'm here to get you caught up quickly. I've got some top news stories for you today from Israel, and guess what? You're listening, so you're already on top of your game. Survive and thrive, people. Knowledge is the best weapon. Today is Tuesday, July 11th, 2023 in the Gregorian calendar, and the 22nd of Tammuz, 5783 in the Hebrew calendar. Today's show is almost all about the protests that erupted all over Israel for the so-called Day of Resistance as people demonstrate and try to keep the government from pushing through on a certain part of the judicial reform that is underway. Head over to the Israel Daily News Instagram page to see pictures, videos, and a live video hosted by me as I was in the middle of a big demonstration and I was explaining everything about what I was seeing. And you'll even get a little taste of that Tel Aviv sunset over the beach. So why not? Now, let's get to the news. Tens of thousands of people hit the streets today in protest, participating in what is being called the Day of Resistance. The Reasonableness Bill, which sparked the mass protest, is currently advancing in the legislative process, with preparations for its final readings coming up in the Knesset Committee. Opposition leader Yair Lapid warns of the negative impact the bill could have on Israel's security, economy, and society. Committee Chairman Simcha Rothman defended the bill, stating it does not allow for corruption and rejected claims that it could lead to a dictatorship. The Arab sector worries that a weaker court will mean the Arab population can't get justice from the court system when facing government decisions that cause a negative impact on them. Let's make this easy for you. The reasonableness idea is due to the fact that Israel does not have a constitution, and so judges have the right to use their discernment a lot in order to come to final decisions. The right-wing government wants the change, and many others want to find a way to be certain that the government's voice will not overpower the courts and make sure that the court system is still run independently. Tens of thousands of protesters in Israel took to the streets, blocking roads and vowing to escalate action against the government's proposed judicial reforms. The bill passed its first reading in Parliament, which sparked mass demonstrations today. Employers gave employees the day off from work, and people were out protesting in the streets starting at 7 a.m. and going all the way through the dark. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's right-wing government argues the courts have too much political influence, leading to a polarized country. The Israel Daily News podcast went out to the various hotspots of demonstration around the city in Tel Aviv to see how protesters are feeling and what they're thinking. Danya, originally from the United States, moved to Tel Aviv 13 years ago. She runs her own business but says that she pushed all meetings back into late in the afternoon in order to encourage her employees to hit the streets in protest. I mean, I'm American, so like at its roots, you know, standing up and participating is the core of democracy. And what I'm very proud of is that 
I have watched Israel transform into this understanding over the, since you know the, the winter into the spring and now in the summer. You know this has been going on six for months already. six months, and you know the first weeks of the protests, people didn't even know what to say or to do. They didn't feel the energy, you know, mm. of standing and screaming and cheering. And now they found it and they realize, you know, you're either there, you're participating, or you can lose it. We almost got struck just now and had to run. So, you know, I have primarily felt that they were safe and peaceful. I've taken my children, but, you know, in seconds, things can change in the wrong direction. And it's very, very clear that the government has given, you know, orders to the policemen to take things into their own hands, you know, when they see threats. And the threats can be a fine line. God bless Israel, you know, that's all I can say. A woman from Jaffa who prefers to remain anonymous says she's coming out to protest despite having some fears of the chaos. Uh, no, I don't feel safe because just today in the morning I was on the sidewalk and policemen with the horse came in front of me and the other people. All of us was on the sidewalk, but he didn't care and we just saw the horse in front of us. Yeah, Scary. so I don't feel safe. While some were encouraged by their companies to take off, Noah, who works as a neurologist at the Tel Aviv Medical Center, says she was told to keep working and remain apolitical. No, 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 of course, I took a day off. They didn't give me anything. I fear that we will live in a dictatorship with no um, human rights, women rights, all that I believe in, liberal, um, education will be gone. So it will be like Poland and Bulgaria and Venezuela. I don't believe in this government. Extreme of the extreme racist, fascist people. So I want it gone. As the day continued, demonstrations popped up as far as the beach, with many people swarming outside the U.S. Embassy, waving Israeli and American flags, and the rainbow flag that represents the gay community. All in all, the day was fairly peaceful, with about 73 people arrested for disturbing the peace throughout the day. Of those 73, 45 have already been released, according to the police. 33 were arrested during demonstrations in Tel Aviv. 45 have already been released, according to the police. Thank you to all of you for your interest in Israeli affairs. Israeli politics are world politics. I also want to thank you for all of you who are personally financing and fund the Israel Daily News podcast with monthly contributions. I'm calling on you as a listener. You can send a little or you can send a lot and that will help us keep going. I would not be able to financially or emotionally continue this job without your support. So thank you to all of you and give yourselves a pat on the back for listening. Head over to anchor.fm slash Israel Daily News so you can send that monthly contribution. I'm also calling on all interested listeners to join us for the Israel Daily News Roundtable where select listeners are joining me on a monthly basis to talk over the news. Next week, you will all have the opportunity to meet and ask questions to Yaniv Roznai, 
in our next installment of the Israel Daily News Roundtable. He is a professor and vice dean at the Reichman University in Herzliya, Israel, and he has a big reputation for being excellent around the country. In fact, I met someone on Sunday evening who was so excited to hear that I had hosted it, that I'm going to host him for our special event that it was very exciting. I want to let you know that you can support us in any of those ways. You can also support us by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. Two, you can share the show with a friend. And three, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at israeldaily.news, as well as Shanna Fold. That's my personal one. My name has two N's in it, and I'm very sensitive about that. You can also find us on Twitter at Israel Podcast. Archaeologists at an ancient Jewish village in the Lower Galilee have uncovered a Roman-era mosaic depicting the biblical figure Samson in the 1,600-year-old synagogue. Again, this is a Roman-era mosaic. The discovery was made during a decade-long excavation project led by Professor Jody Magnus from the University of North Carolina. The excavation has provided insights into the late Roman era in Israel, shedding light on the socio-cultural dynamics of the time. The mosaic panel features a Hebrew inscription, lions, bull's heads, and a decorated border with predatory animals on it. Previous findings from the excavation include depictions of biblical heroines, Deborah and Yael, as well as scenes from the life of Samson and non-biblical stories as well. The site will be developed into a tourist attraction after, due to the influence of the Israel Antiquities Authority and the Karen Hayasod, or the Jewish National Fund, gets involved. All right, well, that is it for today's show. Today is Tuesday, July 11th. 2023 Tel Aviv has a low of 24 degrees Celsius and a high of 31 degrees that's 75 degrees Fahrenheit for the low going up to 88 degrees for the high subscribe to the Israel Daily News podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you're hearing it from we are everywhere don't forget to sign up to our Israel weekly news wrap it's a newsletter with the top five stories coming out of Israel from throughout the week in written form that went out Sunday night. Big thank you to the interns, Maya Goodman and Dylan Jaffe, for writing some daily news scripts. And thank you so much to our social media director, Michelle Milner. I'm going to send you all off now with a song called Hatikva, or Israel's National Anthem. And this time it's being played by our famous violinist, Ariella Zaitlin. Enjoy this song and have a great and productive day.